0: In conferences where workshops are offered, generally the one on how to find the will of God is uh, one of the biggest and best attended. We need to realize that God is more interested in our knowing and doing his will, as you perhaps have discovered from this chapter, than we are. He is not trying to hide his will from us. In fact, the more we know God, the more obvious his desire for us will be. There is God's general will for everyone, and then there is God's specific will for you, his child. During the study, you looked up 1 Thessalonians 5.18, which says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. If we are not giving thanks, it is obvious we are not in the will of God. It makes no difference what else we are doing. Another verse you studied was 1 Thessalonians 4.3, which in King James says, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye abstain from fornication. In F.F. Bruce's expanded paraphrase, it says, What God desires in you is holiness of life. But we need to be reminded that fornication can apply to unfaithfulness of heart as well as unfaithfulness of body. Seeking God with all our hearts will allow us to have that personal fellowship with him that he wants. Those who are expecting God to send down his will in neon lights and who will sit around in indecisiveness until he does may be using the idea of knowing his will as a cop-out. Two young boys were talking one day. The first asked the other to do something with him, to which the boy replied, I can't. My father won't let me. He wouldn't want me to. The first one retorted, how do you know? You haven't asked even asked him yet. To this, the young man answered, I don't have to. I know my father. Well, God can enlighten our understanding in many ways. One of them is surrender. This has to do with gearing into neutral. This is not indifference. Pencil and paper always help in knowing the will of God, as you may have well discovered as you made your advantages and disadvantages list on page 68. Thoughts disentangle themselves when passed over the lips or through the ends of pencil tips. In deciding about a major issue, write down your best choices. Then write down something you just couldn't stand to do about it. Now put them down and say, okay, God, I really wouldn't like this deal, but I would do it if it were your will. When you surrender, you must surrender to God, not to a thing or to a profession or to an organization or to a person. If you surrender to be a missionary, then that is what you have done. You have not surrendered to God. You don't surrender because something is noble. If you have a heart to do something, this does not automatically mean that it is the will of God for you. We have that idea that we want to work for God, but we want to tell him what we want to do, when we want to do it, and where we want to do it. No matter how long you prepare, if God switches you to another field, don't hang on. Now, God's will is never in opposition to his word. So the scriptures will throw added light on the road to knowing God's will for your life. There are many principles in scripture that we don't think about being there. The Great Commission was given to everybody and uh, would have to be included in that plan our own selves. You may be getting out the gospel, acting as a dentist, uh, a businessman, uh, or a student on the side. But everything should be tested by the word of God. No matter how you feel, test what you think by the word. 1 John 4, 1 says, Try the spirits, whether they are of God. God can make certain verses stand out to us as we consistently read his word. If you think you would like to do a certain thing, but that seems too big for you, check it out by scripture. When God wants us to do a thing, he'll provide. I'm reminded in Luke ten four when Jesus sent the 70 out two by two, He said, Don't take any money with you, or a purse, or a pair of shoes. Later when he asked, Did you lack anything? They answered, Master, we lack nothing. Shining more light for our guidance is godly counsel. Proverbs 12.15 in the last part of the verse tells us, He that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Proverbs 15.22 adds, Without counsel, purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counselors they are established. The word of God tells us plainly not to listen to everyone but to those who will give you what God says. The reason that you're going for counsel is to know God's ideas. It is good to listen, but remember the decision is your own responsibility. You would find 1 Kings 13, valuable reading about a young prophet who was told to do a certain thing by God and a contradictory thing by an older prophet. He paid attention to the older prophet and was killed by a lion on the way home. We are not led around by a hook in the nose. We can't say, but they... Told me to do this. Sometimes we are forced into situations of turmoil and thinking people are going to say this and that. But in taking the step God gives, He also gives peace. Circumstances throw more light on the darkness of determining the will of God. It is obvious that God is not leading someone who has been uh, unable to speak from birth into a speaking ministry or someone who is a cripple into professional athletics. Physical limitations should be considered. We never let ourselves be limited by material things. We need to walk by faith. Lack of money should never hinder us. This is one of the hardest things to learn, walking by faith and not by sight or money. And there are times when doing something is better than doing nothing. At a point like that, we must rely on God's guidance in the light of Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And then we have promises to claim, like Psalm 32.8, Isaiah 30.21, and Hebrews 13.5, which should give us confidence in faith to move out boldly, expecting God's leadership or His restraining grace. Having once determined what you believe to be the will of God to do less than move at that time is sin. Romans 14.23 in the Amplified says, For whatever does not originate and proceed from faith is sin, that is, Whatever is done without a conviction of its approval by God is sinful. We either operate by faith or in sin. And I trust that because of the study of this chapter, you'll be better able in the months and years ahead to determine God's perfect will for your life. You may know what is that good and acceptable and perfect will.